I have been having some really fucked up shit going on with my body lately and I don't know what's happening but the other night I had the craziest dream and we're gonna get into it today but as I was trying to wake up from the dream I was feeling completely numbness in my arms to the point where I thought I was having a heart attack and I didn't know if I actually was gonna wake up from this dream So we're going to get into that and a bunch of other things. Welcome back to another episode of Welcome to Mars. It's kind of like stressing me out a little bit how I've been feeling lately with my body and I woke up from that dream this was yesterday I let's let's get into it let's dive let's dive right in to it today uh yesterday we went floating on the river yesterday and it was 30 degrees out yesterday so it was like the perfect day for a float yesterday and for those of you who don't know what that means, in Calgary, on our riv- on the river here, we get into our little floaties and we float down the river. It's literally the most exciting thing we have considering we don't have, like, beaches. Anyways, we day drank all day. Like, okay, that's okay. Oh, my God. There's a hundred things I want to talk about today. We had some drinks on the float and everything was fine. Everything was good. We went for like a little snack after we floated and I came home and I took a nap. But this nap, because it was 30 degrees out, not only did the sun kill me yesterday, I took a nap for probably about, it was like a five hour nap. So it was legitimately a sleep. Like I was zonked from the sun and I only had four drinks on the float. So like I wasn't hammered, but like this mix of the sun and like, you know, I have a sunburn on my forehead too. So I think the heat really got to me yesterday, but I was, as I'm sleeping, I get, I have the craziest dream. Okay. I'm in Vegas with a girlfriend of mine from Vancouver and we're at this hotel and I remember we had been out all day I'm gonna get into exactly what happened in the dream we were out all day and then we decided right like to go directly from like where we were to the nightclub and I remember we get to the nightclub and like I barely had any makeup on so I was kind of like okay I don't want to be here with no makeup on because when you're in Vegas you ain't going to the club without makeup on so It's so hot in here. I'm like out of breath. So we go to this club. We're there. I'm feeling really weird because I don't have any makeup on. So I was like, I'm going to go back to the hotel and I'm going to go get ready. And then I'm going to come back to the club. So I will be right back. So I ordered myself an Uber and I'm like running around this hotel. We were at, I was at the Win because we were at, I don't know, Encore Beach Club, I think. And I'm running around trying to figure out where the Uber pickup is. And I find it finally, and it was really strange because this Uber picked me up and there was another person in the car. 
but not like you know how you can ride chair it was like someone else was sitting in the front seat like their friend so I found that very strange so whatever I'm sitting in the back of this uber and he goes oh so you're going to the final destination hotel correct and in my head while I'm in this uber I was like that sounds like a death wish like that sounds like a weird thing but that is where I'm going and I remember <clears throat> this Uber driver is like driving down Vegas and to my right I can see the Las Vegas Strip but to my left I'm seeing like dirt roads like stuff wasn't paved and it was really strange it was like two different sceneries to each side so I remember he like takes a left and pulls into this like dirt road and it's like unpaved and it's like something you would see in like a movie that's based in Texas that they're gonna murder you and you pull off and the road is gravel and he stops and I'm so confused because I'm realizing at that moment in time that I'm not at my hotel and this man turns around with a gun and goes to shoot me and I literally open the back door of the uber and I like slide out somehow but then in that moment where I slid out of the uber my body is starting to feel super tingly like I remember waking like I was obviously like in the middle of waking up while this was happening and my body's like tingling like my arms are tingling and I thought I was like having a heart attack so I woke up and I was like in panic mode like literally panic mode because I thought that I was either dying in my sleep or like legitimately having a heart attack and I didn't know what was going on and I woke up and I was so panicked and I was so scared I didn't know what was going on and I looked at the clock and it was like 1 30 in the morning and I was like holy fuck did I ever just take a five hour nap and it was like the craziest thing ever but then I was afraid to go back to bed because not only was I afraid that the dream was going to continue. Do you ever get that when you're having a nightmare and you wake up from it like when something really bad and gruesome is going on in your dream and you're so afraid to fall back asleep because you think that dream is going to continue because I have had scenarios where I have fallen back asleep and the dream just keeps going and I was so afraid of that happening last night so I got up I poured myself a glass of water and I came on the couch and I was just laying here and I was like, well, now that I've just had a five hour nap, it's 1.30 in the morning. Now my sleep is completely fucked up and I don't know what to do. So I ended up putting on friends and I sat on the couch until four o'clock in the morning because I was just so afraid to go back to bed. And it was the craziest thing. Like I just, and the last, I don't know, week, I have had such a headache and I don't know if it is due to all this pressure change in Calgary right now and the weather that's been up and down and I don't know if it's eye strain like I'm trying to figure out what is going on with my body right now and I can't figure it out for the life of me and I was confident it was eye strain because it hurts in my eyes it like my eyes hurt and in between my like in between my eyes sorry so it's like in my sinus essentially but it's like sore to touch I'm like rubbing my head right now and it's just like it feels really good but I don't know I don't know what's happening is anybody out there in Calgary feeling this way right now or is it just me is mercury in the microwave like I don't know what's going on and I really would love to get to the bottom of this <clears throat> and then of course knowing me <clears throat> excuse me I go to 
WebMD, no, not not WebMD. I go to the internet and I'm like instantly like, oh my God, what is eye strain like? And then it obviously tells you what it else it could be. And then naturally I start thinking that maybe I have some sort of tooth infection. So I went to the dentist today because I was panicked. I was literally so nervous that I actually was having like some sort of infection in my teeth. So I like made an emergency appointment for today and I went to my dentist and he's like, no, your teeth look great. Everything looks good. I just have a couple wisdom teeth that I need to get pulled out. But like it's he said it was not like super urgent. So it wasn't anything that was causing this headache that I was having in my eyeballs. So anyways, my body is just not my biggest fan right now. And this is going to tie into something else. And normally I don't let a hater get the best of me because I'm a confident badass bitch who knows her worth but last week I had it's kind of annoying that I'm going to talk about this but again because I'm so freaking open and honest with everybody that listens to my podcast and follows my podcast and follows me on social media knows how open I am and I don't want to give this person the time of day to give them any few minutes on my podcast that I'm going to talk about but I'm going to talk about it because it was something that genuinely bothered me last week and so for those of you who know today is the two-year anniversary of my father passing away and it was a really rough morning to start my day and I had my you know hour of crying and which is is normal it's natural I'm still grieving over losing him I don't understand how two years has gone by since I haven't had my dad around and it's just mind-blowing and last week my one of my best friends her father had passed away so she wanted to get out go for lunch and have some drinks to keep her mind occupied and that is exactly what I did when I lost my dad all I wanted to do was drown my sorrows in seven bottles of wine which is never the answer and I obviously learned that but everyone copes with the loss of a parent or the loss of a loved one in a different way so we went out for lunch and I had posted that we were out at on a patio And my caption was Sunday fun day because it was Sunday fun day. And I wake up in the morning and I see on my Instagram that I have a message from a fake account that had commented on my photo. And it was like, this is urgent. You need to check your request, message request because I will probably be blocked after this. And I read this comment and I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, I don't understand. So I go into my message request and I click this message from this random person who, by the way, this is the best part. This is the kicker of this whole story I'm going to get to, but I'm going to say it now, is that this person followed me, okay? So this fake account was following me and clearly has been watching my every move and is clearly a fucking fan of me because they are following me and I just found it so fucking funny. And yeah, I said fan. I don't really give a fuck, but clearly they wanted to know what I'm doing with my life so much that they had to create a fake account and follow me on it which I find fucking hilarious and the message from this person I'm gonna sum it up but I'm gonna touch base on everything that they said essentially was 
no wonder no man wants you. Um, your, <laughs> I'm going to quote this, pussy pH balance is probably off the scale. It's probably disgusting. You stink. The man that was at the bottom of the barrel didn't even want you. All you do is party. All you do is drink. And there's a reason why you will never be in a relationship because you need to get your life together. And I read this message and I was like, (laughs) okay. I had to dissect it for a minute and I had to send it to a few people because I was like, this fucking man thinks that he's going to tear me down because he can't get with me. And then I thought about it and then me and my other girlfriend were dissecting this message. She's like, that's not from a guy. That is from a girl. And then I clued in after she was she. Yeah, because I know it was a she now at this point talking about a pH balance because let's be honest here gentlemen you there is a slim slim chance any man is going to touch base on a pH balance because about 50% of men probably don't even know what that fucking means and the way that it was all worded and the dot 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 and no man wants you um it was clearly a female and I sat there and I read this message and I was just like, you know, I get my fair share of hate comments. I grew pretty rapid on my TikTok over the last few months and I posted like a video just about saying how dating in Calgary is trash and in nowhere in that TikTok did I post that maybe I have trashy qualities, maybe I'm looking for the wrong person. I just stated that it's hard to date in this city and about 90% of people agreed with me but then you have the other 10% of people that are just saying it's me, I'm the issue, I'm high maintenance, I'm fake as fuck, I have so much fake in my body, lips, boobs, this, that, and the other, which my boobs are not fucking fake mine are real first of all and it's just you know you get used to the hate comments and it's the same thing as Alex Earl she has been getting a lot of hate for this kissing a 17 year old but she had no idea anyways that's besides the point we'll get to that later but what I'm saying is people that are in the limelight and people who are public figures and stuff they still deal with hate as well so I get it I understand that it's going to happen and I know that I'm never going to be able to post anything without getting some sort of hate but this message in particular just kind of really hit me rubbed me the wrong way and the best part of this message is this person saying that the man that was at the bottom of the barrel ran away from you um I know you're probably listening to this podcast because you're clearly a big Ali Mars fan But honey, I dumped his ass, okay? And for some reason, I have this weird sneaking suspicion it could be his new girlfriend or whatever it is. But I left him. And I've made that very clear on my social media after my breakup in March. I broke up with my ex because he was a piece of shit. It had nothing to do with me. I have all of the right qualities that make me want to settle down but I also don't know if I want to so for people to come at me and say you know no man wants you literally makes me laugh now when I actually start to talk about it because a I don't think I want a relationship right now I'm having fun I'm single right now it's summertime I'm doing what I want I've gone on a couple more dates I can text whoever I fucking want. I can sex whoever I fucking want. I can do whatever I fucking want. 
And if I want a roster of men, I can have a roster of men. But like, I don't want that. And like, just this message, man, it just, it rubbed me the wrong way. So I fucking responded. And I responded and I was just like, I went off a little bit. And I was like, you don't even know me. And the best part about this is, is I also keep my full-time job and that kind of life very private. And people think that maybe all I do is this podcast and social media and other things. And it's not. I have a full-time job, which I work 12-hour shifts. I work shift work. And on top of that, I work out four to five times a week. So for me just to be a party girl and going out every single day, it makes me laugh because for the other five days a week, I don't post that I'm out at a bar because I'm clearly fucking working and I'm at the gym and I'm doing other things. I have two dogs I take care of full time. I have other priorities in my life and this person attacked me for being a party girl. Now, that's not to say I don't love partying. I love to go out. I love to party. I like to drink. I like to go out for wine. I'm a shots girl. Sure. One to two times a week maybe. Two maybe. But all you guys see on social media is when I am going out sometimes because I like to keep a very separate part of my life private and some people just don't understand that and they don't get it. And so I did. I responded. I was like, I didn't know having a full-time job and working out four or five times a week makes someone a party girl. I was like, and who are you to judge me? Like, and yeah, you're right. You are going to get blocked after this. And I ended up blocking the account and I let it get the best of me. But I'm going to admit that now. I let it get the best of me and I shouldn't have. Because after talking to one of my friends about it, she was like, you shouldn't have even given them the time of day to respond that way. She's like, the best way I would respond to that, (laughs) she's like, and it makes haters so mad, is I'm really bored of this conversation right now. Like, I don't have time for this. Like, you're boring me. Like, move along. But anyways... It just was something that I guess I shouldn't, like I said, I shouldn't have gotten too worked up over it. And I did. I think I took it a little too hard too much. And it's normal. I'm human. I'm allowed. But I know at the end of the day who I am as a person. And I'm confident. And I'm not looking for anything right now. I'm just living my life. I'm focused on me. I want to travel Oh my God, do I just want to travel. All I want to do is hop on a plane and go to Europe for three weeks. I want to go to Australia. I want to go to Bali. I want to do these things that I'm not going to be able to do in 10 years and 20 years. And I don't know. Who's to say I can't do it in 10 years? I'm just saying. There is so much more that I want to do personally and self-growth and self-love that I'm working on. And I don't need a relationship to obtain that and I feel like nowadays that I mean this comment alone made it sound like holy fuck you need a man and you can't find one I'm not looking bitch I'm not looking hi I'm Steve Yurko and I'm Tara Sands now available from Maji Media is our new podcast four kids flashback Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. 
We'll be talking to the people who worked at 4Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. Anyways, that was my Instagram drama for the day. And speaking of Instagram drama, for those of you who follow our queen, Alex Earl, she's in the line or in the hot light in the hot spotlight right now for kissing apparently a 17 year old now I don't I saw that she had made a statement that said she didn't know and I stand with Alex Earl this man was in a club and if you're 17 years old in a club first of all how the fuck did you even get into the club she was drunk and if you're pretty drunk and you're in a club in the states you're gonna probably assume that that person is at least 21 years old if she's drunk and she's gonna make out with someone I didn't realize that she had to ask for every for their ID so it's a little bit of um a little hot spot topic Alex Earl is in right now but we love the queen we love her we stand with her and that's probably gonna get me some hate comments but I don't really care now oh <sighs> I'm really, really hot. I had to turn my fans off so I could record. And it's a million degrees in my apartment. There's some swallowing ASMR for you right there. <clears throat> I was going to record an episode with my girl Nicole this week, but we just have been having some very conflicting schedules this week. So I am going to get her on because there is still so much tea from Stampede I do want to talk about, but we're going to get to that in another episode. Now, two years, two years without my dad. It's really crazy because today Paul Rubens died and we all grew up if you are my age or older within a 10-year span we all grew up with Wee Herman and when I saw that Paul Rubens died today I couldn't help but wonder or think that I found it oh my god I'm getting lost in my words right now I couldn't help but think that what a day for him to pass because I used to watch Pee-wee with my dad and I remember I was obviously young but Pee-wee had like a Pee-wee's Playhouse show and me and my dad used to laugh and like we'd watch it because Pee-wee was so funny and weird and he was such a strange character and I remember watching Pee-wee's Big Adventure for the first time with my dad and I laughed and I laughed and I laughed because I just thought he was so freaking funny. And I opened up Instagram today and I saw that he passed and I was just like, holy shit, that is just like the the craziest timing considering that was like one of the shows that my dad and I used to always watch. And it's just life is weird. It's funny sometimes. And on top of that, not only did Paul Rubens pass today, but Angus Cloud from Euphoria also passed away today. And I had mentioned before that one of my best friends, her dad had passed last week And we went for some drinks today and we had some day drinks because we were celebrating our dads and 
celebrating that we have them looking over us and watching over us and we went and had some like sangria we had some snacks and we had such a good day just you know talking about life and talking about our dads and knowing that they're up there smoking some jays and watching over us and now Paul Rubens has joined the party with them and I just (sighs) oh man it's so crazy I'm getting a little emotional because last night at when I couldn't sleep last night, I knew that today was going to be a hard day and I opened up my memories on my phone and I was looking at, I went right to July 31st of 2021 and I had all the photos that I had last taken with my dad and it just opened up a floodgate of tears and I couldn't stop crying and I just, I'm still grieving. I'm still really trying to have good days, which I do. And I haven't cried in a long time, actually. I had the last time I cried was on Father's Day and it was really not good. I had a really bad day on Father's Day. And this morning was pretty bad. And I knew my mom was hurting as well today. And it's hard. It's hard when you lose your best friend and you can't call them anymore and But I know he's up there watching over me and I always wonder if he sees me sitting here and talking in my microphone and (laughs) clapping. Probably lighting up a joint. (laughs) Oh, I miss you, dad. I, I will never forget the day. I cannot remember for the life of me if I talked about this. When I did my tribute to my dad and this is my my favorite like funniest moment about my dad that when I was in high school I ended up going to my friend from high school her parents weren't home or something rather along those lines or we were downstairs in the basement and we were a bunch of us girls we were like sneaking booze and I remember it was like that tequila rose shit like that gross pink tequila that we would drink and I don't know why because to this day I was what 17 years old when I was doing that I think I was 17 the first day at the time I got drunk it must have been 17 maybe 16 I can't really remember but to this day it has been oh my god 15 years since I've drank that stuff because it's I remember I puked on it so I'm off the tequila rose thing I don't even know if people even buy that anymore and I went home after this night of drinking and I thought I was going to get away with it by chewing gum and I was chewing this gum so intensely and I'm like chewing it and chewing it chewing it and I get upstairs and we were living in an apartment in a t- at the time because we moved into an apartment because it was closer to this high school that I really wanted to go to. So we're in this apartment. So it's really impossible for me to really get away because we're in a really small space. And I remember I beeline it to my bedroom and I'm just sitting there on my computer chair and I'm just chewing my gum and my mom comes in I closed my bedroom door and I was like please just don't come in here like I don't want to get caught and I'm chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing chewing and chewing but I'm chewing like a cow I'm like sitting at the chair like this and she walks in and she's like what are you doing and I was like nothing she's like are you drunk and I was like 
no, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, just so evident that I was drunk and my mom lost it on me. She's like, you're 16 years old. You shouldn't be drinking. How did you even get booze? Freaking out on me. And I start bawling like a little baby and I run out into the living room and my dad is sitting on the couch and I like ball and I sit it like I put my head in his lap and I'm crying and I'm like mom's being so mean to me and he's like oh honey you're just drunk (laughs) maybe you should go to bed and sleep it off and so (laughs) he sends me to bed and he's like playing good cop my mom's the bad cop And I go to bed and (laughs) seven o'clock in the morning rolls around and my mom comes into the bedroom. She opens the door, flicks on the lights and she's like, get up. You're going to clean this entire house. I don't care how hungover you are. Get up and clean this house. And I like get up and I'm like, oh my God, I want to kill myself. It was the first hangover I had ever had. And your first hangover, you don't forget it because you literally don't even know what's going on because you're just like, holy, this is not worth it. So I get up and I go and I clean and she goes grocery shopping and then I go, whatever I clean up, then whatever I needed to clean up. And I go back into my room and she comes home like an hour and a half later and she comes in and she apologizes. She's like, I'm so sorry. You're just, you're my baby. You're not supposed to be drinking. And I was like, mom, it was bound to happen. Like I'm in high school. Clearly I'm going to get drunk. Like it was only a matter of time, but I'm not going to do it again. So she was apologetic, but I just remember my dad was just laughing at me like you're drunk man (laughs) like this is funny this is what you get like go to bed and sleep it off and after that like it just I obviously didn't drink very much after that and I just I was too afraid of always getting caught but my dad was always man my dad was always so supportive the only time you know we did fight we were both Aries and I remember we would have blow ups like blow ups to the point where I wouldn't even look at him I wouldn't talk to him he wouldn't talk to me he would like he'd get so fucking mad and I would get so mad because I'm a firehead and he was a firehead and we would just go at it and then you know hours later one of us would apologize but we had had some blow-ups but I also remember the days when I was younger and still living at home and I was working at like Tommy Hilfiger and going through boy drama with my very first serious boyfriend who I moved to Calgary with and I remember I would cry and cry and cry and cry over little things and we had a sunroom when we moved and we had like this really nice side split house and we had a huge backyard and we had the biggest sunroom and it was my favorite house that we lived in as uh, as I was growing up well not growing up I was probably yeah 1920 at this point and I just remember I would sit out there if I was sad and he would come out and He'd be like, you want to smoke a joint? (laughs) I'd be like, I don't think so. And I'll never forget the one day I actually did smoke a joint with my dad for the first time. And I got so stoned. And he thought it was the funniest thing he had ever seen in his entire life. And 
I remember I was so high that I went upstairs and my mom was sitting in the living room and I was just laughing at the dining room table or like the island. I was sitting at the island and I was just laughing and laughing and laughing. And I was like, I got to order a pizza, man. I got to order a pizza. And I remember I ordered this pizza. It came and I ate the whole thing. I don't know what was in my dad's magic marijuana, but... (laughs) Oh my God, I was just this, I don't smoke weed. I'm not a weed smoker. I don't even, I don't eat edibles. I'm not a weed person. I just can't do it. It makes me really laughy and I feel like a robot and I feel like my eyes get really heavy and I feel like these bags that, I have bags under my eyes, but I feel like when I smoke weed, the bags get more intense and it makes me freak out a little bit. Like, I don't know. Whatever it is, I feel robotic and I don't like it, so I don't do it. But I just, I will never forget that time I smoked my first joint with my dad and I just thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And my dad used to do the same thing. He used to laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. And we used to have such good times. I miss his laugh. But those were like, those, I think those are my two. Like, they're obviously I have so many memories of me and my dad, but. Those two are the ones that are my favorite because they're so funny and I just, oh, it makes me laugh. I have decided that for the month of August, I am not going to be drinking. So I am going home at the end of August. I am going home to see my mom like August 26th. So right now I am giving myself 20 I'm starting August 1st and I have one day where I know I will probably have a couple cocktails because I'm going to this pool party thing. So I'm going to scratch that one day out, but I'm going to give myself 25 days of being sober in August and I'm going to see how my body transforms, how I feel and I'm really wanting. Now it's not just because of this comment that someone left on my thing. This has been something that's been on my mind for weeks now. I just, I would really love to just not drink at all like I want to go sober I want to see how I transform and what my body does and how I look and how I feel and then just kind of go from there so I went to Costco today and I spent fucking $260 on groceries now I got energy drinks and I got protein shakes and I got a bunch of food to make keto meals because I want to start keeping keeping not full keto but I would really love to keep my food intake very low carb and try and up my protein as much as I possibly can and I cooked salmon the other day and I threw up like five minutes after I had ate so I'm off the salmon right now so I ended up buying a bunch of ground turkey and I just made a Korean turkey um like ground turkey essentially is what I just made and I made like the sauce with um it's like brown sugar soy sauce um sesame oil crushed chili flakes and like some ground um ginger and you mix all that together and it gives it a really nice korean sauce and i put them on top of romaine um hearts and i made them like little lettuce wraps so it was a really good low carb alternative to like having it with rice or super carby vegetables and it was really good and I had like a little quinoa salad with um like tomato cucumber parsley it was also really good from Costco but $250 at Costco I did get a lot of stuff but I also didn't get a lot of stuff if that makes sense I got like a bunch of like 
big bulk items but for $250 it just really doesn't get you anything anymore it's just so crazy how expensive life has become okay that is my life update for you guys um like I said today was a bit of a struggle and I miss my dad every day and but I do I just have to smile and just think of the memories we have and I'm so thankful for how close me and my mom are we talk every day and she had a good day today and she had her moment of crying and we both you know life carries on you know and you got to make the best of it all right I'm sweating to death like I always am so we're gonna end this note on a happy healthy August holy fuck summer's almost over like August is gonna fly by then before we know it it's September which I might be going away in September to Italy we will see it's not for sure yet there's rumbles about a little trip to Italy which I would love to do because it's supposed to be nice in September and before you know that then it's going to be October and then the leaves are all going to be off the trees Halloween's going to be here my favorite day and then before we know it the snow is going to be on the ground and I need new winter tires and I don't have time for that not only do I need new winter tires I need to get my brakes done and I need to get my sunroof fixed before the snow falls because it's open a crack and it won't it's a long story I gotta get my car fixed all right you guys this is a longer episode today and I'm really thirsty and I need to go take a big chug of water. So thanks for listening and thanks to all of you that still listen, who send me kind notes about my podcast and I love you all so very much and I will catch you guys in a couple weeks. Bye. everywhere the imagination dares it's for the open-minded the pleasure seeker it's jeff woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality theme-based with special guests the blue hotel hotline and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story get a room and listen in at the blue hotel Begins Friday, September 23rd. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance, and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.